Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome everyone to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and to our immediate match reaction to Antwerp 3, Rangers 4. Um, I don't even know where to start, I'm not even sure, either of us know where to start, what a game of football, what an, oh, I mean it literally had everything you could possibly imagine, I've, I've, it's, it's been a long time since I managed a game of football like that, absolute madness to be honest. Um, I am your host Scott Carney and joining me first off is Ali Pearson. Uh, I, I don't know what to say lads, the heart's beating <laughs> like fuck. I mean I tell you Rangers are going to kill me one day, I thought it was going to happen tonight and I was going to miss out in 55 but uh, it's the most unusual game I think I've ever seen in Europe and that even overtakes the Braga game. Yeah, it's just absolute chaos, mate. I'm really not sure how to... Obviously, I'm, I'm buzzing the fact that we've managed to get out there with a win. It didn't look like it was going to happen at one point, but, I mean, that game's just unbelievable. Aye, also joining us is uh, Scott Gemmell. How's it going, mate? Aye, not bad, guys. Um, I persevere. I thought Mars was the only place tonight that was meant to have seven minutes of terror, but it somehow <laughs> showed up in Belgium and all. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like yeah. I like that, that one. Was... I had a good one to go. Yeah. Oh, but well, I mean, where, that one. where where do we where do we even begin? I mean, honestly, um, that's just madness, absolute madness. It's been a, a just an absolute crazy game of football. We are going to try our best right now to dissect what we've what we have just watched. It's might make. make Turn out to be very difficult. There is far too much to get into. As you say, I don't really know where to start. Um, but I'm delighted the fact that Rangers have got away with um, the win. I, I'm flabbergasted that we've managed to get away with a win. I'm flabbergasted at the fact they managed to score three goals against us. But there is just so much to unwind here. Um, so we'll try and not keep you forever here. Um, I'm not sure how long this is going to take, but we'll just see how we go on. So. We'll jump into the starting 11 first off. 
It was McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Hollander, Barisic, Kamara, Davis, Arfield, Aribo, Roof and Morelos. Ryan Kent and Ryan Jack and dropping to the bench. Um, I'll come to you first. A few shocks in that team, yeah? Yeah, I, I mean, we obviously got the group chat and first thing we all kind of said was nobody would have picked that team. I didn't think Arfield would start. I didn't think he would be match sharp. Kind of proved it slightly in the game. I thought he was kind of he wasn't up to the pace of it. Um, yeah, kind of short. But looking at the team, I, I mean, it's decent enough. Pretty much a full team to pick from. So, and obviously you've got the, the the substitutes to come to if the game isn't going your way, which obviously we had to use um, later in the game. But no, nah, it was a decent team. Just didn't expect it. Yeah, Scott, you happy enough for the team? Yeah, it's the kind of game that I reckon um, Stephen Wright would have had a bit of joy. Not Stephen Wright, Scott Wright would have had a Good bit start, of joy mate. in the Good game. Start. That's, <laughs> <brilliant>. <laughs> that, that's a flashback, Stephen Wright, bloody hell. <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, yeah, a wee bit surprised. I didn't think Arfield would start. I thought it was a wee bit too early for him. Although I had I'd listened to someone in another pod, can't recall who it was, so apologies there, but they had mentioned that these days players coming back from injury are maybe not as far away from match sharpness as they used to be. So, yeah, I, I was surprised that Arfield would have st- uh, did start. Yeah, I would say, I, I, I think my biggest shock was the fact that Ryan Jack didn't start, to be honest. Um, I know we need to manage him and stuff like that, but if you're not managing him for games in Europe, then I know we're going for um, 55, obviously, but I just thought he was a, 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 a sure-on thing to start tonight. I thought the midfield three would be Jack Davis and Kamara. Um, so that was the kind of biggest shock to me, to be honest. But anyway, we'll, we'll jump into the game. Now, look, there's, there's a lot to get through here and you might need to bear with me because there's probably going to be some stuff that I need to leave out just in order for us to cover stuff here that doesn't make us take about six hours trying to get through a 90-minute, well, I wouldn't say 90-minute, probably 105 minutes of football because of the referee. But anyway, so with the first bar incident, really, in the second minute, Rangers get the corner. The initial corner is cleared to the edge of the box. Tavernier then clips the ball back into the back post for Golchin, tries to get there in front of the Antwerp player, kind of misses the header, it bounces down, Golchin swings a leg at it, but it's a well done and it's well wide, well over. Um, this, as I say, is the, the first far moment of the match. The ball clearly hits the Antwerp player's hand, no penalty given. Is this a penalty, Ali? Yeah, I thought the letter of the law at the moment was, if it if it hits your hand or whatever arm, it's a penalty. Ali, see in the nicest possible way, mate. I need to stop you for a second because see the letter of the law regarding football tonight. That obviously what no, didn't matter to no, this game. No, I know, I know. I mean, I mean, the, the actual law you can disagree with in terms of it's a soft one, but it is a penalty. But and we'll come on to it later. What's VAR doing? Was I mean, was it switched off? I mean, what's it there for? I mean, <laughs> half time McCoyst and um, Alan Hutton and was it Daryl Curry in the, the the studio all said it was a penalty. So what? I mean, what what was VAR there for? <laughs> what was it? Was somebody just not looking at it? I don't understand it. The Scott, is this a penalty? Oh, it is. Um, I get confused sometimes because obviously we are subjected to VAR through watching. English Premier League, and I've no, they've got slightly different ways they interpret interpret how VAR works between in the continent and in England. Um, but it was definitely a penalty because see when you watch it back in the replay at half time they showed you 
the boy's arms way out wide and he brings it back down to kind of connect with the ball. So it's aye. I don't understand why it wasn't given. Aye, as Ali says, VAR was broken at this point. Yeah, I think, I think VAR was broken. Yeah, I don't think VAR worked the entire match, to be honest. I, I, as far as I'm aware of the rules of football, and please correct me if I'm wrong, people in the comments and that, wherever you listen to this, comment and tell me because that's a penalty to me, and it has to be a penalty. And it wasn't worded. Uh, as I say, I don't know what loophole they used to get around that one, but my initial thought was it was a penalty. But anyway, first 10 minutes, really, um, both teams really pressing each other kind of high up the pitch, not allowing any time on the ball. Rangers were really struggling to settle. Um, it was leading to kind of scrappy moments from um, from both the uh, both teams, really, in, in possession. Um, really nothing coming of anything. 13 minutes, Rangers, first bit of good pass and build-up play. Tav wins the second ball after a 1-2, a 1-2, one, two, one, two, if you like, with Morelos in Arfield. Doesn't quite come off, and he gets his shot away. But again, it's just over the bar. On the 17 minutes, Rangers maybe get away with one. Um, Antwerp break down the right-hand side. He gets a ball into the box. Barisic loses his foot in a wee bit, cuts it back, but the pass is cut out by Scott Arfield. Antwerp keep the pressure on, leading to a miss, kind of... Mishit shot cross from the Antwerp player, if you like, and from the right-hand side of the box, and it's just past the post. McGregor was was well beaten at this point. So on the 20 minutes, Tavier then goes down um, from the 50-50 tackle. It looks like to have done something to his right knee. He came back on, however, but after his first pass, when he got the ball, he went down again, and he was replaced by Balogun. Now, you couldn't script this. You, you honestly couldn't script this. So, first off, you've got the Patterson carry on, so we've got no real cover at right back. You've then got the fake news about James Tavernier carrying an injury. He then is a 50-50 tackle. There's nothing in it. You can't put any blame on the Antwerp player at all. They're both trying to win the ball. It's just the way it happens, and now he has to go off, and Balogun has to come on at right back. Ali, this, you couldn't script this. Yeah, a disaster, to be honest. You're a huge player for us, Tav, and like you say, you couldn't script it. I mean, I said on the... The midweek one that Tav and Borner are the bust. They never get injured, the two of them. And then fucking that goes and happens. I thought Valigan done well when he came on at right back, but you can see he's not a right back. He doesn't no, offer he's not. that. No, he's not a right back. Doesn't no. offer that offensive. The way we play, I don't know whether we might have to look at that position going forward because to me that looks Tav. If it's ligaments, it's similar to Scott Arfield's. He could be four to six weeks. It's I. It's it's not ideal for us, especially with no cover at right back at all at the moment. Yeah, it's a real danger, um, that one. Um, we don't obviously know how serious it is. And as I'd, of, and I'd, yeah. also, I'd also like to say, sorry, I hope Nathan Patterson sitting at home tonight watching that. Look, look what you've done. You could have been playing that game tonight. Look what you've done. Not only could have been playing in that game tonight, mate, he could have been in the team yeah. for the next month. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And he's he's went and made an arse of it. You, you reap what you sow, mate. Um, I say I say it quite a lot in my life. You reap what you sow. Um, Scott, gutted to see Tav going off. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, definitely gutted. And then it quickly turned to rage because, as you've talked about, the complete calamity that happened at the weekend with those five players and just sitting there going like, oh, for fuck's sake, you know. As Ali said, it's the perfect opportunity for him. Aye, raging, and it, it completely unbalances the team completely, because no matter who you're going to put in there at the moment, it's going to completely interrupt the way we like to play. And I think you noticed that the preceding 10 minutes, that it was, aye, we were a wee bit 
I don't know if it was I was so out of, I was so raging that I was out of kilter watching the game, or if it was Rangers as well. Just they kind of lost their lost their, themselves a wee bit. Um, I, 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 not great. I get your point. I think a lot of the time when Rangers were getting the ball and we were passing it outright like we would, I think Goldson done it a couple of times, Davis done it a couple of times, and as they pass it, they go, oh, that's not Tav. Do you know what I mean? Like, immediately realise that it's not Tav that's there. I mean, he's been there for every game that I can remember, really. Um, so, yeah, it's real disappointing. I just, we all can, I need to keep our fingers crossed that it's not a serious one for Tav because I would be gutted if he if he was out now for a, a, a long period of time. Um, he'd be a massive loss to us. And it's not fair on him um, for the effort that he's put in. It's really, really not fair. for it. To get an injury like that, it's really not fair. Anyway, we, we will move on. As I say, there is certain points where I'm not going to do my usual every thing that happens because there is so much to talk about so I'm, I'm, I'm picking and choosing the points that I, I'm talking about here but they're up, the first real golden opportunity for Rangers in this game comes in the 28th minute, Morelos beats the offside trap, he's away, gets into the box he's one on one with the keeper from the left hand side of the box but he's shot straight at the keeper, he gets the rebound back to Roof but he's shot is well wide. Morelos has to score here. Um, no excuses for the fact that he's not been playing or anything like that. He's in that one-on-one position where he should be beating the keeper. It's a poor attempt, really, in all honesty. Ali, he has to score. Yeah. I actually thought he looked quite rusty the, the first half of Morelos. Uh, you could tell he hadn't played football in a wee while, but I mean, how many times have we seen Morelos one-on-one and he, he does that? He's, yeah. he's better when he's not got time to think about it, Morelos. And I actually knew deep down he was going to, the keeper would save it, he'd miss it, to be honest. I didn't think he would score it. <laughs> so I wasn't that surprised, to be honest. Uh, so move on to 32 minutes. Roof is in a way down the right-hand side this time, but he chooses to turn back the way instead of driving towards a goal to try and get a shot away or really try to create any sort of a better chance. But again, he should really be doing better here. Scott, I'll come to you. Roof looked a bit rusty's probably been kind, to be honest. He looked very, very slow. He did, and I think he looked slow. What game was it? Was it the Hamilton game? One of the games in the yeah. league he came on, and he looked really, really slow as well. Yeah. Um, I, he looked a wee bit off it today. I was, um, I was, you know, we picked our teams. Slightly surprised that Roof and Morelos were both starting up front, but uh, Morelos didn't. Eh, not Morelos, excuse me. Um, Roof didn't look quite at the races today. I just think he looked like he was like lacking a yard of pace. I, I, he didn't way, look... Way off the pace. Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange though, isn't it? I mean, obviously we're going to come on to the fact that he's, he's had to go off, but if he was carrying a knock, in comparison to the way Kent came on and played, if Kent was apparently carrying a knock, I can't believe he's made the decision to play Roof instead of playing Kent, to be honest, at this point. But anyway, we, we will come on to it. Um, 33rd minute, Kamara then does really well, chasing the ball down at the left-hand corner, beats a man at the line, um, heads into the box along the byline, low ball, but it, the Antwerp goalkeeper gets it first. I just had to mention that because I thought it was a, a great, great bit of skill by uh, Kamara. It was, he did really well to beat his man. And then 38 minutes, the goal comes. Well, the first goal of many come. Um, a diagonal ball from Goldson to Roof. Roof can't get to it before the keeper, but the keeper makes an absolute howler of, it as, howler of it as he tries to gather the ball. It bounces off him to the outside of the box. Morelos, who's possibly fouled by the keeper, nicks it back to Aribo, who strikes the ball as cool as you like from the outside of the box, picks the path of the, uh, for the ball through the bodies and into the back of the net. Antwerp now, Rangers won. And at this point, Ali, I'm thinking, right Rangers, the game is in your hands. Yeah. Rangers, the, the both both teams. 
I was kind of sort of eyeing each other up the first 15, 20 minutes to see what we're doing. They were on a high press, but I think Rangers grew into the game. We had a few good chances. I thought we deserved to be one up. Great finish for you. I mean, that keeper is, was an absolute bomb scare that whole, that <laughs> he whole was. game. Bomb scare. I mean, when he went off, I was gutted, man. But, um, <laughs> I, but, but I, but for Aribo to keep calm, composed, and slot that into the net, great finish. And like you say, I was the exact same. I thought one up here. I thought Antwerp, an all, all right team, but we've played a hell of a lot better than Europe. And I thought, no, we can go on and maybe get another one. They showed wee flashes, Antwerp, I think, of what yeah. they could possibly do if they, they kind of hit their stride and hit their gears, if you like. But they didn't really... I mean, they've scored three goals tonight, and I don't think they managed to do it at any point in the game tonight. So, again, it makes it the more one of the most confusing games I've ever watched in my life. But the finish from um, Aribo, Scotia, was just absolute calmness personified, was it not? Yeah, it was, man. It was brilliant. I and mean, it, was, it was coming. Um, that that um, goalkeeper... Don't know what he was doing. It definitely was. I mean, if Morelos hadn't tucked that away to Aribo into his path, then that was a free kick and a probably a yellow card to the keeper. Well, you never know with that referee because um, he wasn't great at dishing out the cards to the Antwerp players in the first half. But I uh, know it was a really, really nice and calm finish by Aribo and I was bouncing around the room at this point. Oh, me too, mate. When he scored this one, I was like, that's exactly what we needed. Right at exactly the right time as well. I was like, because Rangers were really, they were probably kind of getting a, a foothold in the game at this point. We were beginning to dominate the possession a wee bit, and I thought, brilliant, we've scored at the point where we should be scoring. Even get to half time if we can at 1 0, if not, try and get another one. But at this point, I was thinking Rangers are in complete control of this one. How wrong I was. Um, so just jump onto the 44th minute. Um, Barisic is then booked for a foul out on the left, and he's booked very harshly, in my opinion. Um, but this leads to a chance for Antwerp to get the ball into the box from a set piece, and they score from it. So the ball comes into just inside the Rangers box. It's a free header, beats McGregor, all ends up really straight into the left-hand corner of the net. A great header, to be fair, but we should be defending this set piece a lot better from that position, and especially from where he, he actually managed to win the header from. Barisic loses his man here, and it's not a great couple of minutes from Borna. Uh, Ali, your thoughts on the, the goal? Yeah, I mean, the free kick he gave away, I, I thought was was soft, but was probably a free kick. The booking for him was a scandal, to be honest. Never a booking. Um, I noticed when they, they took the free kick, Rangers had a really high line when they took the free <laughs> kick. And, um, aye, Barisic he, he loses a guy. He's got a free header. Like He's probably on the edge of the box when he heads. I mean, a really good header, to be fair. McGregor's got no chance with it, but it was a poor goal in terms of us giving it away. I mean, we've been rock solid in defence. In Europe, for some reason, we tend to give stupid goals away. I don't know why, but um, it was a poor one, and it gives them momentum. But obviously, you'll come on to what happened next. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, um, I, I think Bonner's almost concentrating too much on the high line, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's paying too much attention to Highline yeah. and not thinking. And the, see the guy that scored? He's the Belgian definition of a hammer thrower, that guy. He's he's garbage. He's not a good player um, at all, but he's he's about 19 foot tall, I think, something like that, along the lines of that. So, he's played um, against a great, previously. Yeah, but it's a great header from him. Scotia, what, what is your thoughts on, on this goal? Poor defending? Absolutely shocking defending now. As a defender at heart, uh, it's really, really, really poor. <laughs> Who am <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, like Davy um, Wheeler. 
garbage. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, I continue. More like a Kirk Broadfoot, let's be fair. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was uh, really poor from Barisic to, to lose his man. I, I don't know if Barisic was kind of not I'm open about the fact that he conceded the free kick and just kind of his heads went a wee bit and not followed his man. But uh, it was like, I mean, it was, it was a good header, but it was a free header. And I Barisic should be doing better. And now begins the seven minutes of terror. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is, I was just about to say, mate, I'm now moving on to, I we've did quite a lot, of, I don't know how many immediate match reactions we've done now, quite a few, um, so I, I've now come on to a part, and I've never wrote so much for seven minutes of football at the end of a half, or in the entire game, for that matter, from what happens here, so if you bear with me, lads, I will try and get through it, and I'll try to come to some sort of reaction about it. So we're told there's four minutes of added on time at the end of the half, Roof then goes down and is coming off. Obviously, maybe down to um, him being so kind of slow and not really looking at the pace today. He's maybe carrying something. As Kent's about to come on, he's then denied to come on because the number boards have not been put up. Never seen this before. But again, one that's, that's not the strangest thing that's about to happen. Aribo is then taken out the game, which is much worse than the Barisic challenge, but there's no yellow from it. And then finally, Ryan Kent comes on. The referee continues to play on well past the four minutes added on time for reasons best known to him because I don't know where the, the extra minutes have came from. The six minutes have added on time at the end of the first half and Antwerp are awarded a penalty. Davis, I mean, with the slightest of taps on the ankle of the Antwerp player, he goes down like he's been shot by a sniper. Var check it. It's clearly not working tonight because the penalty's not overturned. And... How this can be a penalty in a month or Sundays to me is it's baffling because it isn't a penalty and it, there's just no one's going to stand and tell me that it's a penalty because it isn't a penalty. So all VAR have done is reconfirm the fact that the referee's made an ass of it. They step, they step up to score the penalty, score the penalty in the seventh minute of added on time in the first half and the half finishes Antwerp 2 Rangers 1. Now, um, Ali, what's happening here? <laughs> I was I was busy at this point. I mean, we were cruise control at one 0 to be going in at half time, two one down. I mean, seven minutes you added time. I mean, the four minutes. I know Tav was down three, but but it was just over six minutes. That guy threw himself to the deck. So where did they get that from? I don't know. It's never a penalty. When it went to the VAR check, I thought well, that's good because that'll go overturned. All the commentators, Stevie Buddy Cragen says it'll be overturned. Everyone says that'll be overturned. And it wasn't overturned. And that's two huge decisions in the first half gone against us. We should have had a penalty and there's a penalty given against us in the first 45. It was shocking and probably a reason why I actually don't want VAR in Scottish football because if we had to put up with this every weekend, <laughs> oh, I couldn't cope with it. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, mate, you literally took the words out of my mouth there. If this is what VAR is, you can shove it where the, sh- the sun doesn't shine, by the way, because I'm not interested. I, Scotia, I can't fathom how this is possibly awarded as a penalty, not only first by the referee, but secondly by VAR as well. well I think the whole first half kind of showed you how it was going. I mean, that boy, Aventi, that scored the, the equaliser, he should have been booked for the lunge that he made in Tav in about, yeah. what, 10, 12 minutes? Yeah. And I'm sitting looking at the game going, what's going on? No, the ref's not getting his cards out. And then he goes super, he goes crazy at one point. He's carding everyone. 
Um, but uh, I don't I don't understand it. I mean, it's they slow it right down. And I mean, if even if Stephen Davis is what an inch further forward, you could maybe say he's raking the studs down the back of the boy's ankle. But it was nowhere near that. So I don't understand how they've given that. It's, I was I, I was bewildered like like the rest of you. It's it's okay. I know there's contact, right? But it's borderline simulation because if that tap on your ankle happens, you don't go down like that. They taps on your ankle happen throughout ninety minutes of a game of football. Do you know what I mean? And you don't go down like that. He's bought that penalty. The referees awarded it because he's blatantly a moron. He's never refereed a game of football in his life, as far as I'm concerned. And VAR have then confirmed that the referees are moron by letting the penalty stand. It's an absolute joke. I, I, I can't. No one, and I'm even if they want to force me to take my blue tinted glasses off. That is not a penalty. It's just not a penalty. If Celtic had got that awarded against them, I'd be laughing my head off. Generally, I would be able to laugh my head off and think that's never a penalty. Never a penalty in a million years. So, yeah, gentlemen, we finished this half 2-1 down. Um, and then we're going to come on to the probably one of the craziest 45 minutes of football <laughs> you're ever going to see in your entire life. So, Rangers start... Amazing in the second half, we really do. Rangers come out, the traps absolutely flying. Um, Ryan Kent especially, I thought he was tremendous. I thought Barisic was brilliant. And we'll come on to speak about individual players, of course. But Rangers were, were, were just so were pressing the issue right from the get-go. And Antwerp were quite happy to try and sit in, I think, at this point, to try and defend what they had. Um, I'll jump forward to the 52nd minute. The refereeing performance continues to confuse. When Kent's booked for... Again, it's pretty harsh. It's his first, probably his first foul of the game. He tries to win the ball. It's not really a booking, but he gets booked for it. 53rd minute. Rangers then break up the park from the resulting free kick. Great play um, to work the ball out of the right-hand side as Aribo bursts into the box. He squares it instead of shooting to try to get Morelos at the back post, but it's cleared away. Um, I think if, his, if this was on his left, I think Aribo probably shoots here. Um, but I can see what he's trying to do, so I'm not going to be too harsh on him. But I think this shows that Rangers are very much still in the game and we're very much on the front foot. And then 56 minutes, there's a huge scream um, from the Rangers players for a penalty. The game carries on at this point. Um, VAR were then told by the, the commentators that VAR are checking it. Referee checks the monitor after initially not giving the penalty. Screen shows a clear foul on Morelos for a pull on the jersey. As he goes to win the header, and it's a penalty for Rangers. Barisic steps up, finishes it well, Antwerp 2, Rangers 2. And at this point, again, Ali, I'm thinking, right, Rangers, the game is back in your hands. Go and do what you need to. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Rangers started really well. I mean, Gerard, I've seen they come out slightly late, Rangers, to the second half. I think Gerard had them in at half time saying, we've been done twice before. Let's get a bit of motivation. Let's go out there and show this mob. Because they weren't. They weren't a brilliant team. We're a better team than them. Let's go and show in the second half we're a better team. And I don't think there's any doubt that we're a better team than them, yeah, by the way. I'll agree yeah, on that. Yeah, and um, no, when I seen it was the VAR check and you seen it, you seen the pull in the jersey, I thought, surely VAR has to give a penalty for this one. Can he fuck it up? And obviously the guy that was working VAR appeared for the second half, obviously he wasn't there the first half, and gave the penalty. And I've said about Borna Barisic hitting penalties for us for... I think it was a way back last year when we were missing penalties and we were trying pretty much every one of the team to hit penalties. And we've got a dead ball specialist there, which we never tried. He stepped up with two tonight. His second one was absolutely superb, but we'll come on to that later. But 
No, I thought two each. The momentum's now with us because they were they weren't even in the game. We just controlled the whole that whole first fifteen minutes. And I thought I for a, <laughs> the second time, let's go on and kick on and get in front. Yeah, very much so. Scotia VAR finally gets one right, mate. It does, yeah. I've seen everyone on Twitter as well. I VAR's been turned on. Um, <laughs> I, thank God for that. You know, because it's, it's you know I think you'd mentioned that you don't want to see it in Scotland, but that's one of the things. If it's not in Scotland, goes against you. That points. Now, obviously, in Scotland, you've not got the. It's not going, ever going to be as tight as this, really. But it's these decisions that Kenny can win you games, and I think we've had a few against us today. And as Ali had said, you know, started the first half, the second half really, really well, and I thought we were the best team, barring about ten minutes in the first half as well. So I thought we were going yeah. to fire on from here. Yeah, so did I. I thought this this is it again. All I will say is imagine VAR on an old firm game. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could. I couldn't cope with that. I mean, this game, as you said, Ali, this game's nearly killed me tonight. It really has. I've been through all sorts of emotions tonight, and there was points I was sitting with my hands in my head, uh, my head and my hands even thinking. What is going on? Like, what is what are we? Is this Rangers we're watching? Are we playing basketball? What, what genuinely? What, what is what's the script here? But yeah, so Rangers have got themselves back in the game at this point. Move on to sixty minutes. It's a blatant second yellow for uh, Delat or Delay, however you say his name, and um, for another tug on the jersey. Moments after bringing Morelos down for the penalty, which he was booked for, and there's no booking again. Ref again, blatantly not in control of the game. 63rd minute Rangers are then in again down the right hand side but the low cross from Arfield is too close to the keeper. Arfield is then booked for something I'm not really sure what for but again the referee's not got a clue what he's doing and he's lost control of the game. I don't know how to really understand how it's a booking and then 66 minutes Rangers concede and it's out of nowhere really to be honest. Antwerp kind of came forward they're obviously coming out a wee bit more now the fact that it's, it's two each. They get far too much room at the end of the box. Gets a chance to line up the shot. Puts it in off the left-hand post. Again, McGregor's got absolutely no chance. No blame can be put on him. But it's far too easy for them to score. Scotia, how have we conceded three times to this team? What, what What's happening here? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. Because they didn't really have that many sort of chances. You know, they've, they've capitalised on the chances that they have get, which is credit to them. But it kind of goes back, I know we, we spoke what when we last played, was it Standard Liège? Last game we spoke about, we'd kind of done like a wee post doing this kind of pod. And you're going to get punished by better teams. We don't have to deal with this in, domestically, really. So you do get punished. Um, but you, you didn't never seen them scoring three goals, did you? I mean, we were we were completely on top of the game, particularly in that sort of first fifteen twenty minutes of the the second half. So I it, it kind of took me by surprise that they scored again, but better better quality opposition, kind of that happens. Yeah, I mean, even as I'm sitting typing my note and I'm watching the screen and I'm watching the replay, watching the telly, and watching the replay, I'm going, how are they? How are they three two up? <laughs> how has this happened? Like. It baffles me because, I mean, OK, the first 20 minutes is maybe debatable about the team that was on top. But apart from that, they didn't do very much apart from that. I mean, they really didn't. Ali, what's your, 
your thoughts on this? Us conceding the goal to go behind. I mean, the way the game was going, I wasn't surprised. I mean, it came right out the blue. I mean, we were so on top; it was incredible at that point, and it just came out the blue. But I mean, Scotia raised a good point there in terms of in the SPFL, we don't get punished because the teams we're playing aren't as good. But the guy, he got far too much room, and they had a couple of pot shots from outside the box. That mob guy finished it well. McGregor had really. He couldn't do anything with that at all. But, no. I mean, you say in terms of Europe, I mean, look back in Europe in the last couple of years. I mean, you can look at the, I mean, the Benfica game earlier this year, the one we were cruising, and we conceded stupid goals, and that ended up with three each. The Spartak Moscow one a couple of years ago, the Braga one we came back from. I mean, it seems to be Europe for some reason. And I, I don't know what it is, but maybe, yeah. which is right, maybe it's a better standard of opposition. I really don't know. But some of the goals we give away, and they are, are schoolboy goals a lot of the time. But I, when it was 3 2, I thought, will we recover from this? And I thought the best we could possibly get was maybe a draw out of this, because I thought there's still time. We are a better team, but. Aye, I was kind of shocked at this point. So I know Scotia's got a point to make. Go, Scotia. Well, no, what I was going to say was um, it was one of those ones, because Tav came off, you know, you maybe expect that to disrupt the back line. But that the goal that they scored, that, that third goal, had nothing to do with where Balgan was. It was all through the middle. So that didn't disrupt us there. Because usually you would think, oh, you're bringing off your, one of your key defenders. Although he's obviously so prolific going forward, but that was nothing to do with that. It was just through the middle, maybe a wee bit slack. Yeah, it was, I, I think I think it was just one of the goals where you were like, "Fuck, they've scored." It's three two. Do you know it what I mean? That was like, it was like that Braga goal, um, when they scored their second. The yeah. Ibrox. Aye, aye, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. You're just like, "Fuck, they've scored," and it was like, "What's <laughs> going on?" And I say at this point, I'm beginning to think, right, well, this is just obviously comedy football that everybody's trying to play just now, and. It was oh, honestly, man. Honestly, I don't. I don't even know if I'll sleep tonight. I've got to work in the morning, and I'm, I don't know really know how I feel. <laughs> but yeah, so we we find ourselves behind, and we're three two down. Again, sitting staring at my TV in kind of confusion, going, I can't understand how we are three two down. Gerard then decides to make a double change. Um, Seventy three minutes past, uh, Jack and Hadji come on, Kamara and Arfield go off. Arfield. I don't want to be too harsh, but he was not he was not there. He wasn't fit enough. I don't think he should have been played. Obviously, I'm not going to be too critical of the fact that we, we've got the win, but I don't think he was quite there. Um, Antwerp's keeper is then down again and has to go off, which could be a massive blow to Rangers, as you've said earlier on. Ali, um, he's blatantly terrible and showed very little to impress today. Um, I understand the irony in that statement, by the way, considering that we are 3-2 down at this point and Alan McGregor's conceded more than he has, but um, he was not. He's not a good keeper. <laughs> he's not a good goalkeeper. Um, so just jump on to seven, eight minutes. Aribo back in the midfield three. Davis and Jack. Um, with Davis and Jack. Sorry, the front three is now obviously Kent, Hadji, and Morelos. Eighty minutes. Rangers still very, very dominant. Um, they have been pretty much all over the second half. And when the subs that Gerrard's decided to make, you can see that we're pushing for the equaliser at least. Um, Barry shoots with a great ball into the near post. Hadji then gets to it first and fires it wide from point-blank range. He really has to score here, there's no doubt about it. I know he's just on the park alley, but he has to score here, in my opinion. And I get a wee bit of the fear at this point, I will admit. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 
Yeah, I thought that was a chance to make it three each. Like you say, he's got he's hit it too clean the way he's hit it. He's to me he's got to try and hit it outside of the boot and try and hit it, but he's got to score. It was a great ball for Borna as well, right on to him too. And I thought at that point that's the chance we've missed. I thought I mean three two, if it if it ended up three two this game, it wouldn't have been the worst result in the world getting two away goals coming back to Ibrooks, which the commentators were going on about, but I did feel there was another goal in it, but I really couldn't tell you what way it was going to go. But they they weren't doing very much. But just the way the game was going, I just I didn't know what was going to happen. No, anything could have happened. Literally <laughs> anything could have happened. The the first spaceship on live television, mate, could have landed on that park today. And I don't think anybody would have been surprised. That was the kind of game it was. But we need worry not very longer. So 83rd minute and Rangers score. Rangers, great play from a throw-in on the left-hand side. Leads to a 1-2 with Morelos and Kent. Kent gets the ball back in the box. Takes on his man's... Takes on his man, sorry. Shimmies to the right and buries it in the right-hand corner. Great goal from Ryan Kent. And this is just what you always want to see from Ryan Kent. Is it not, Scotia? It is, yeah. We've been on Kent's back the last couple of weeks about his, his shooting. And it, it was just a lovely, lovely placed... You know, that way he leans back and curls it around the, the keeper to into the other corner. Oh, that was lovely. And no more than we deserve, to be honest. I mean, I think I messaged both of you just before that and saying, I think there's a couple more goals in this game. Didn't know where, where, the, where the goals were going to be. Yeah, <laughs> and I said, I, but I don't know who to. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there, there, came, there came number, the, the, the first of the couple. Um, and uh, it was a lovely goal by Kent. And, yeah, you could see he looked delighted with it. He was really good when he came on. I thought, you know, he gave us that wee bit more directness. It was Kenny, what I was talking up about on the yesterday, in fact, um, about bringing players on to be able to change the game a wee bit if it's not going our way. And I thought Kent provided that completely because uh, Roof, as we mentioned wasn't playing great in the first half and uh, Kent was able to do that for us in the second so uh. yeah. Kent had a massive impact on this game um, the second half he was he was great he, he really was just brilliant and he, he, he showed up um, Ali this is just a, a peach of a goal yeah I think Scotch makes a good point I, I actually think Roof going off actually helped us tonight I thought we were screaming out for a bit of pace up in the front three just a bit more sharper up there, and Kent provided that. But that's when Ryan Kent's at his best. See a wee one-two like that, drop the. Sh- we well, see when he dropped the shoulder, slain back. I thought, oh, he's just going to rifle this right in the top corner. I was right off the couch, and my whole estate must have fucking heard me screaming the whole place <laughs> down. And at this point, I thought three each, right, Rangers? Let's just keep the ball. We'll take the three each back to Ibrooks, and we'll get them there. But honestly, I mean, you'll come on it again, but it's. Aye, great goal, but there was still time, and the way the game was going at that point, it was just, it was so open the game, but I just thought three each, Gerard will maybe get the message on to say, let's just hold tight three each and get out of this fucking game. <laughs> See, I was I was honestly the opposite, mate, I, I genuinely was, I was like, as soon as it went three each, and the way that it was so open, my initial thought was, right Rangers, get the next goal, you've got enough time here to score another one. Um, but again, I, I, I can't I can't really stop praising um, Ryan Kent enough tonight. I thought I thought he was really really great. And then there's literally a moment that sums up this entire game. <laughs> Kent's away again, 85th minute. He's away. He's sent through. He's one on one with the keeper. It's a poor finish and it's saved almost immediately after it. And then through because Joe Aribo makes a mistake. 
it's quite a poor finish from him and he's saved by McGregor. And at this point, I think we all messaged in a group at the same time, just going, I can't cope with this. <laughs> I can't cope with this anymore. But yeah, it was just one of those games where you didn't generally know what was going to happen next. 86 minute, Ryan Jack then clears off the line. Uh, McGregor does well to save the, the kind of first chance um, as it's coming back across the goal and Jack manages to get it away. And then 88 minutes, it's a penalty for Rangers. Ken gets a great chance in the box. He hits the shot that comes off the Antwerp defender's hand. It's his second booking in the match. They're down to 10 men. Far do check it. They clear it. Uh, and Barisic hits a penalty. And he scores with an absolutely great strike to make it Antwerp 3, Rangers 4. And I went mental at this point, Ali. <laughs> I, I was the same. I was going absolutely taunting. If I, I gave myself a fucking headache at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I was absolutely shattered at this point. And, <laughs> I mean, what a goal for Borna Barisic, by the way. I mean, what the, a pre- the pressure, man. And he struck that beautifully into the top corner. But, oh, I, I mean, I actually thought the, the VAR one in the first half was more of a penalty than that one. Honestly. 100%, mate. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and when it went to the bar check, I was like, oh, no, don't fucking ruin me this way. But they, the guy in VAR must have thought, because I didn't show up for my shift in the first half and I fucking missed two. I'll need to, need to give this one. And it was a penalty. It was a penalty. So, but no. It, but as soon as it went 4-3, I honestly thought there could be another goal in this game. Honestly, the oh, way it was going. I know, mate. I, you, there's, there's just no doubt about it. It was just the most the, the most unpredictable of games. But Scotia, bit of praise got to be on Borna Barisic here. Tav goes off. He's our main penalty taker. He steps up to the plate and scores two of them. I firstly can I pull you back a wee bit. I think you were a wee bit understated in um, the the what uh, Shagger done for us. He made two cracking saves. You see the one that he'd knocked on a Ryan Jack to clear off the line. I thought yeah, it was, was a, a top, top save, and then oh, obviously it was one, save, yeah. one on one. So, you know, Shagger comes into his own again, sort of saves his. So, I, I just wanted to mention that because I thought that, like, the whole team were really good tonight with those two saves from Shagger as well. But aye, Bonner does it, doesn't he? Oh, <laughs> Back aye. to half. Oh, it was brilliant. And same as Ali, you were going like, oh, no, it's going to go to VAR, they're going to say no, they're going to say no. And as soon as it was, and I was like, yes. I mean, that's what, <laughs> that's him played 100 games. That was his 100th game yeah. for Rangers tonight. And he's yep. capped it off with two massively important goals. You know, that's if only four goals counted for double in European football. <laughs> kind of thing. You know, I think, you know we, we'd all kind of went for like quite tight 2 1, 1 1, 2 0 kind of scorelines. Didn't see 4 3 coming. No. But oh, mate, that's, you could, I think you could have given me 100 guesses, mate, to guess what this scoreline would be tonight and I probably still wouldn't have come up with 4-3 to, to Rangers I, I generally wouldn't have um, yeah I agree with you on the, the, the McGregor, the, especially the save that Jack clears off the line, the save he makes before that is absolutely top draw by McGregor, the one on one it's a poor finish from the boy um, but McGregor's still got to save it, McGregor still has to save it so yeah I, I, I totally agree mate, but again there's not many players that I can really put criticism towards. I mean, Roof looked off the pace, Arfield looked off the pace, but it's not their it's not their fault, the fact that Gerard chose to play them. So you can't blame them for that. But they just didn't look fit enough. They, they generally they didn't. And I, I don't want to kind of be disrespectful to the coaching team or anybody else, but it's 
in hindsight, maybe not the best team to have went with. It doesn't really matter now. This is going to be a game that probably, hopefully, goes down in a, a wee bit of history for us. But yeah, so we'll move on and it's 90 minutes, six minutes, six minutes of added on time, as you would expect. 93rd minute, Antwerp go close again. I hit, they hit the post from a shot from about a distance. The ref still manages to add one minute more of added on time to make it seven minutes um, on time, added on time, but it finishes Antwerp 3, Rangers 4. Thank you very much. Let's get the hell out of Belgium and get ourselves back home. <laughs> I don't ever want to sit through that again, but I mean, I'll go on to the character of this team and the 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 kind of belief that we have within ourselves and obviously the belief that Gerard has within the team. It's just such a cliche to say that a few years ago Rangers wouldn't have managed to have um, bounced back from that or to bounce back and come back and win that game or whatever whatever other kind of criticism you want to show at the team. This is a massive win for us. And it's, yeah, it's not a game that you particularly sit and enjoy watching the game. But in terms of mentality, in terms of what we're coming into and the running at the end of the season, we were behind tonight and we've come back and we've won that game. Everything really seemed against us um, with players going off injured, with VAR deciding only to show up for a couple of times throughout the match. And we, we've come back and we've won this game um, 4-3. So, Ali, sum up your, your full-time feelings, mate. Uh, I honestly still can't sum it up, to be honest. I was, I don't know what I'd actually witnessed for, like you said, over 100 minutes of football, I think it was. It was it was crazy. Honestly, we've played against probably 12 men with a referee and VAR, maybe 13 men. <laughs> although VAR did help it, although VAR did actually correct itself in the second half. But, I mean, the character that Rangers team showed, I mean, it'd be 2-1 down, to be 3-2 down and come back and win that game in Europe in the last 32 game away from home. It's massive. And it just shows what this Rangers team's all about. And I just hope... Like, I just hope they're buzzing. I know we lost Roof. We lost our captain, Tav. Massive player. We've came through it. We get Dungeon United on Sunday coming up the Ivox with four league wins away for a title. This could now, like I had said in the, the midweek show, ignite Rangers to go into Dungeon United on Sunday and hopefully give them a doing because they must be buzzing to come through that. I mean, that was... I mean, my, my sister even phoned me after that game tonight and she never phones me about football and she went, what the hell was that? I've just watched. And I went, tell me about it. But, um, no, I was so proud of them tonight. So proud of them because everything was against us and we've come out of there 4-3, we take them back to Ibrooks next week and I would expect us to beat them at Ibrooks. I, I thought they were a decent team, but that was it, decent. Um, but I couldn't cope with that next week. Just a nice boring 1-0 Rangers win will do me next week. Oh, yeah, no, I can't cope with that, I can't cope with that again next week. There's no way about it. No chance. Scotia, your, your full-time thoughts, mate? Absolutely bloody delighted. No, I'm, one, I'm maybe one of the rare fans that think now the league's in the bag and I would like us to do go quite a wee bit further in Europe you know I'm looking at quarterfinals semi-finals kind of thing <laughs> maybe going to be a bit above my station but um, I'm, I'm hoping for that and at points tonight I was like oh it's not going to happen but we came back and absolutely fucking deserved to have it happen and it was oh delightful fucking loved it I just I just I just wish we were able to watch that game together 
in in the pub or something tonight, or even go to the game abroad or something. I just and there'll be a lot of Rangers fans tonight sitting there on their own, like we're all sitting there on watching it ourselves. That's a game we should all be watching together because that we'll probably never see a game like that again in Europe. Well, I hope we fucking don't, but um, <laughs> I but no, yeah, brilliant. What well, I, 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 I was gonna say, you never know because I'd text you before the game and then um, young boys and who were they playing? They were playing Leverkusen. Leverkusen, they were playing Bayer Leverkusen. That finished 4-3 as well the night. And I was like, that would have been an absolutely fantastic game to watch. And lo and behold, <laughs> the Rangers <laughs> the Rangers gave me that. I know. Uh, yeah, I think I messaged you before the game. I was just thinking, I shouldn't be sitting myself watching a game like this. It's just a, a bizarre thing. I mean, my message has got no interest in football. And she's, she would watch it with me if she had to, but she's got no interest at all. And... You're sitting watching it yourself and you're sitting turning around looking at somebody to go, are you watching what I'm watching? Are you seeing what's happening here? That's just one of them games. But I am absolutely delighted the fact that the Rangers have managed to get out there um, with a win. Uh, uh, I'm so happy. I hope they come over to Ibrox, as you said, Ali, next Thursday. And hopefully it's a boring nothing each draw. I would take that all day of the week. I don't want to sit to another game like that. No, thank you. But... We will try and pick a man of the match from this. So, Scotia, do you want to go first? I think Ali was first last time. I will, because I think I'm going to pick someone that I don't think anyone else will pick. And I don't know if he was man of the match as well, so I don't know what I'm doing, really. Oh, but, brilliant, um, mate. That's totally <laughs> good instinct. <laughs> no, I was um, really impressed with Alfie's link-up play and hold-up play, bringing people into the game. And it's something I think we've maybe been missing a wee bit. Recently, you can you can see when he's out the team what he was bringing to the team, and I thought he was really good at that all game today, really. As I say, I think there's players that probably deserve the man of the match title better, but I'm going to give it to him because I thought that's kind of what I've been missing, if you get where I'm coming from with that. No, I, I, 100%, mate, I get where you're coming from. Um, it's, it's a fair shout. I, I thought Alfie did, he did his job really well tonight. Um, you can't really fault him for anything that happened tonight, um, which is brilliant to say, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Ali, who who are you going for? I can see where Scotia's coming from. I, th- I thought Morelos, we've, we've missed Morelos wildly the last couple of games. I thought he was slow the first half. He grew into the, the game second half. I thought he played really well. The link-up was good. I, I was swinging between two. I thought Joe Aribo tonight was really good again. I thought he, again, bits of magic. He just offers something different. But for me, I know he cost us a goal in the first half, but on a bar, some of the balls into the box, to step up and hit two penalties in a game, I mean, two penalties is quite hard to hit, especially when you've hit one and scored, and he's went to the same side again for the second. And the second, the pressure to hit that penalty, and he's, oh, and what a penalty, buried in the top corner. So for me, 100 games as a Rangers player. Borna, 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 Borna Barisic. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same, mate, to be honest. Uh, I hate agreeing with you, to be honest, but it is, <laughs> um, it's, it's Borna Barisic for me. I thought, especially in the second half, it's very close between him and Kent because I thought Kent was excellent in the second half. But to, to, to step up when you're not the number one penalty taker and to score two of the, the way that he did and kind of took on that that crown, if you like, um he deserves all the credit in the world. 100 appearances for Rangers, and yeah, I think he fully deserves his man of the match. So, 
Yeah, that'll do us for tonight. It's a wee bit of a longer one, obviously, just based on the, the match we've just watched. I am knackered. <laughs> I think we're all knackered, to be honest. We, just, but, we, we didn't yeah. even get to, we haven't even had time to touch in the Dundee United game either. No, <laughs> no, no. We, we, I might, we might do a quick 20 minute pod or something like that coming up, but I, I'm not yeah. doing it now. Yeah, we'll yeah. take too long. Maybe Saturday. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe doing Saturday or something, but I'm, I'm, I'm about to go and go to sleep, man. <laughs> I'll try and go to sleep. You'll never sleep. <laughs> no, I won't sleep. I won't, I'm about to, I've not even started on social media yet, so it should be interesting. But anyway, um, I'll just wrap up. So there's only two weeks left to enter our uh, raffle. We are currently raising money for MND Scotland. We're targeting to make uh, £555 for the charity. Um, for a £1 donation, you could be entered into a raffle to win a framed artwork print of Fernando Rickson and a copy of the book Fernando Rickson, The Final Battle. Head to our Facebook page, the pin post at the top will tell you everything you need to do to enter the raffle. Um, thank you to everyone that's donated so far and thank you if you are going to donate in advance. It really does mean a lot to me and a lot to us here at Club at 22. So let's help fight the battle against MND. So, gentlemen, um, I will thank you for your time tonight. Uh, Hopefully you can try and get a bit of shot eye. (laughs) But I don't know if it's going to happen very much. But as always, Ali, thank you very much, mate. Pleasure, lads. Like I said earlier, I just wish we could have watched that game together like old times. That would have been an absolute nailer to watch together. (laughs) And we would have been out the piss with that one. (laughs) Yeah, sitting in the Viceroy, mate, watching that would have been absolutely tremendous tonight. It really would have been. Um, Scotia, thank you very much, mate. Aye, uh, thanks guys. Um, I'm off tomorrow, so I'm about to sit and watch that game on repeat a few times, I think. <laughs> I, I tried, mate, I tried, but I, I was denied. Anyway, so thank you to everybody for listening. Um, please like, subscribe, follow, follow, share anywhere that you can um, to help us grow. It really is much appreciated. The support of you is what keeps us going. So thank you very, very, very much. So we are Club at 22 The Rangers Podcast and we will speak to you again next time. Come on, the Rangers. Cheers.